Hey, hey, welcome to Beyond the Couch. I'm Dr. Christine Jehu, a coffee-obsessed, licensed psychologist and coach. In this podcast, we take conversations beyond the couch of a therapy room to explore all things high performance, personal growth, and mental health. And we do it all without the psychobabble. An important note, while I am a psychologist and we do talk about mental health here, this show is not mental health treatment and it's not intended as a substitute for mental health treatment. You'll find resources for how to find a therapist and crisis numbers in the show notes should you need them. All right, let's get into it. Hey, hey, what is happening, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Couch. I have to be honest with you, I've been struggling today. I've been struggling today, and so I came home from work, jumped on the bike, and I'm feeling a little bit better, um, but more so feeling really connected to what I want to share with you today. And I I titled this episode, Do You Know Your Tipping Point? So we're just diving right in. I don't have any like fluffy opening crap to talk about today. We're just, we're just going in. I'm thinking when I'm talking tipping point, I'm thinking of that moment or that time or the situations, the circumstances that get in the way of our high performance, right? It's like, we're going along, going along. And then all of a sudden, and maybe it's not even all of a sudden, but it's that point at which we really start to feel the resistance. And that's when we can get super uncomfortable, get scared, get in our own way and decide, Hey, I'm going to quit. I'm going to turn around. I'm going to stop. This is too much. I'm not good enough. Whatever it is, when really that tipping point is that moment, that opportunity, that situation where we can actually show ourselves what's possible. So I was thinking about this yesterday, actually. If you've been here for a minute, you know that I'm training for this endurance event where I'm going to go hike a mountain a bunch of times in a row over the course of 36 hours to climb the elevation equivalent of Mount Everest. And yes, sometimes when I wake up and I face a training day, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? (laughs) Why am I doing this? And so the training yesterday was a 60 minute hike. And because I live in an area that's pretty flat, um, but I have access to a football stadium I spend a lot of time training on the football stadium. So yesterday I was facing 60 minutes up and down these stairs. And to put it in context, when I started training on the stadiums last year and even this year, I started with 20 minutes and 20 minutes would kick my tail. I'd finish legs would be shaking. I'd be hot as hell, face red as a tomato. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have a 36 hour event ahead of me. Granted, not the very next day, but 20 minutes felt like a lot. So then I've been consistently doing 30, 45 minutes, but this was the first time that I truly had to face an hour climb. And I'm going to be honest with you. I was negotiating with myself, right? There's a, we have an episode, um, a couple back about, are you negotiating away your greatness? And 
You probably want to go back and listen to that if you haven't. I'm trying to, I'm flipping through my notebook to try to find what episode it is. I mean, you could go back and scroll and read. It's literally called, Are You Negotiating Away Your Greatness? So I was, I was doing that with myself. I was like, oh, you don't really need to do 60 minutes. Like you can do 45. That's enough. And it was because I was tired. It was because I was coming off of Mother's Day weekend, had a grand old time, needed some more sleep, just was off my axis a little bit. And so I started negotiating with myself and I got moving, right? Because I was going to at least do something. I knew I was going to hit that 45 minute mark. And this, it was interesting because the first, you know, five, 10 minutes, you're just kind of warming up. And then for me, around that 20 to 30 minute mark, things get hard, right? The muscles are really warmed up. It's, you're just long enough in where you're starting to feel some stuff. And it's like, huh, this isn't really cute <laughs> anymore. It's getting a little bit hot. It's getting monotonous because literally I'm hiking up and it's not even hike, climbing up, climbing down. There's not a lot of change except for whatever's going in, in the ears. And so I happen to be listening to um, some of the coaching calls that we get with this event, which was really helpful. And it tends to, um, keep me locked in, keep me focused. And I reached this point where I realized it had been a minute since I looked at my watch to see how much time I had been going and how much time I had left. And I realized that I was over 30 minutes in, I was maybe at the 35 minute mark. And at that point, 60 minutes didn't feel so bad. It didn't feel so bad because I got through what I realized was my tipping point, that point of resistance that I was talking about a couple minutes ago, that point where if we persist and we dig in, we tap into why the hell we're actually doing what it is we're doing, maybe we're pulling a tool that's going to help us get the job done. Maybe we're reaching out for support or for help when we hit that wall, when we hit that tipping point. If we can persist through that, then it's almost like, I'm not, <laughs> I wanted to say smooth sailing after that, but in a way it is, right? Because we've, we've persisted beyond that point where everything's telling us no, And whether it's our body, our mind, our emotions have gotten on board to say, no, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, let's do this. And so, you know, it it just made me think about what's happening. What's happening leading up to that tipping point. And when we're in, you can't see my hands, but I'm thinking about this, this zone that doesn't necessarily have to be that big because I don't think it takes a long time to persist through that tipping point. I think it's actually pretty quick if we allow ourselves to step into it, right? If we don't crap out beforehand. And, you know, as I was thinking about my own process on the stadiums yesterday, I I just got me thinking like, why the heck would I have almost crapped out? There was absolutely no reason other than I was tired and I wanted to get home. 
I wanted to eat some food and I wanted to sit on the couch. It wasn't because I wasn't capable. It wasn't actually because I wasn't motivated or determined to train for this event. I've got all of that, but really I was just tired. And so part of this, right, part of understanding our tipping point is getting really self-aware because what I see happen so frequently in not necessarily in high performers, but in those of us who are striving to be high performers is that first layer of discomfort pushes us back, right? We say, nope, I can't do it. So for me, that was tiredness. I could have let tired win yesterday. I could have, but I didn't because what would that be for? Like, what would the good of that be? It would have passed up an opportunity, an opportunity to see what was possible, an opportunity to have this insight about the tipping point that's actually going to help me in my training moving forward. Because now I know I'm at that point where I'm not doing 20 to 30 minute workouts anymore. I'm going beyond that because the event's going to be a hell of a lot longer. And so now I know, hey, first five to 10 are going to be pretty chill. Then from 10, 10, 15 minutes to maybe around that 30, 35 minute mark, I'm going to be uncomfortable. And what I need to do is embrace that, right? I'm understanding what my process is, what's going on for me. And I'm growing to be able to say, Hey, I'm going to persist. I know it's coming. I'm not going to fear it. I'm not going to be surprised when it comes right. That self-awareness and I'm going to have a plan for how to move through the tipping point in future workouts because it's going to come. And as the workouts get longer and longer, because I'm telling you, there are some training days where we're going for hours. So I'm going to have to learn the additional tipping points and I'm going to have to grow and I'm going to have to become the person who can persist through multiple tipping points. I'm not her today. You're not that person today. And that's okay. Right? We can't stop before we have even given ourselves the opportunity to get to that tipping point, to face failure, and to persist through it. Okay, so why not grow? Why not face it? Why not step into these challenges knowing that there's going to be a tipping point and saying, cool, let's see when it is, let's see what it is, and let's see what it takes for me to persist, okay? And part of being able to step into that space to face those tipping points is knowing the reason for your actions, right? Knowing the reason for why the hell you're even showing up in the first place. Why does this matter to you? And it doesn't have to be attached to some massive ass goal or some life changing thing. It just has to matter to you. It has to matter enough to get you moving even when you want to stay still. Okay, because what so many people are looking for is that motivation. I want to be motivated. I can't do it because I'm not motivated. But where we get it wrong is that action is actually what generates motivation. If you wait for the motivation, you're not going to get there. We have to take action first 
It's a physics principle, right? Objects in motion stay in motion. Actions generate motivation. And honestly, it's harder to stop once you've gotten going, right? I could have stopped on the stadium after 20 minutes, but like, why? I didn't get dressed. I didn't tell people that I was going out for 60 minutes just to crap out, just to do half the effort to not see what I'm capable of, to not push my limits, right? That's not what high performers do. Actions generate motivation. And when I got through that tipping point, you better believe I was motivated as shit to keep going. Did I slow down? Yeah. Did my legs start to shake? Hell yeah. Did I change my approach? Yeah. I started taking one step at a time versus two. But I was motivated to continue going and to see who is that person at the end of 60 minutes. Because she sure as hell isn't the person that quits after 15 or 20 or 30. Because I've gotten through the tipping point. I have taken action through the challenge. And on the other side is increased motivation. Because that shit feels good. Right? That's success. That's achievement. That's growth. That's learning. That's showing ourselves what is actually capable. What we're capable of. So we've talked about the self-awareness, right? So there's this piece here where we have to be open. We have to be open to facing a challenge, acknowledging that we're actually being challenged, right? That's important. Because if we're going through this and like ignoring what it is that's challenging us, ignoring those little niggling feelings inside that are like, hey, what's going on here? Something's off. Here's a challenge, right? If we're ignoring that, we're not growing. So we have to be paying attention. And we have to go back to why the hell it is we're showing up. Why the hell are we showing up? You know, all these people talk about, know your why, know your why. And to me, that sounds, I don't know, that sounds too like, mm, what's the word? Un, un, unattainable. That's, that's not the right word, but it just sounds fluffy, I guess. Why the hell are you showing up? Why are you doing this? And what's going to be your focus when it gets hard? right? What is your focus going to be when it gets hard? When life throws you a curveball, when you get kicked flat on your ass, when you were least expecting it, what are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on what you're actually capable of? Are you going to focus on what you're lacking? Because you have that choice, right? You have that choice to get into your head, to go, woe is me, to kick yourself on the ass even more, Take yourself out of the game. Don't even come close to your tipping point. Or you can focus on what you're capable of in that moment. We are all going to have setbacks. We're all going to have them for whatever reason, right? And there is no rhyme or reason sometimes when they come. But just know, like, our paths are not linear. We're going to have twists and turns. We're going to have to bob and weave. And we're going to get kicked on our ass. So. What are you going to do when that happens? What is your focus going to be? 
high performers, people with a victor's mindset, look at what is actually still capable, like possible and what they're capable of in that moment, in that season. And you get to work and you take action because that action is going to get you closer to your tipping points. It's going to generate that momentum and that motivation. We're going to learn a hell of a lot about ourselves. And honestly, you're probably going to learn new skills and develop in ways you never thought possible. Okay. You can choose to focus on what you're lacking, but that's not going to get you where you want to go, right? You get the outcome of where you focus your attention and your energies, right? Please hear me say that you get the outcome of where you focus your attention and your energies. Because if we're focused on lack, you have already set yourself five steps back or more. Okay. But if we are aware, if we acknowledge where we are, if we accept it, doesn't mean that you have to like it, but we have to accept the current circumstances. And listen, I'm talking to myself right now because I'm going through some shit and it's pissing me off. So I'm accepting where I'm at and looking at what's possible, looking at what I'm capable of so that I can start generating the outcome that I'm looking for. It may not be at the pace that I want it. It may not be in the way that I want it to be or expected it to be or anticipated it to be. But I'm generating that motivation, generating that momentum, getting closer to that tipping point, persisting through and learning and growing. And even if in those moments you're not feeling the growth, remember that sometimes it's a compound effect. Sometimes we're not going to have those aha moments when we go through the tipping point. Sometimes it'll come the next day or a couple days later or a few weeks down the line when we continue to persist past that tipping point and that compound effect comes and things start to click, right? Not everything shows up same day delivery or next day, right? We talk about this all the time that we're living in a time where everyone's expecting results ASAP. And that's just not the true nature of the world, right? That's not the true nature of growth. We've talked about stages of change. Change takes time. Each stage of change takes on average, I think it was six months. So trust me that the compound effect is coming We have to stay the course. We have to know why. We have to be willing to flirt with those tipping points and not just flirt with them, go through them. Be self-reflective. Continue to take action and align our eyes in the direction of what is possible and what we are capable of. Even if that means adjusting what is possible in the moment, given a setback or a challenge. We keep moving forward. As corny as it is, eyes on the prize, right? We have to know why. We're here. We have to know why we're taking action. Why the hell does this matter to you? Ground yourself in that. Ground yourself in that in whatever way possible. For this challenge, I keep saying red hat season because at the top of the final ascent of this mountain of this challenge, we earn a red hat. So I have red hat season down in my gym. I have a bracelet 
that says RHS, Red Hat Season, and it's red. And I wear it every single day. It's a constant reminder of what I'm working towards, what my focus is this season, and what I am capable of. And that even when I feel like throwing in the towel or crapping out 30 minutes into a 60-minute workout, I now know, hey, I've got a tipping point. Let me get there. Let me persist through because I know the other side of it. Yes, still going to be challenging, but I'm going to be in rhythm. I'm going to be in flow, right? That flow state. So beautiful. So beautiful. So my friends, I, I hope you found some things to, to, to sit with. Um, maybe journal about why the hell are you showing up? Challenge yourself to look at what, what is challenging you in this season? What might that tipping point be? And what are you going to need as you persist through that tipping point, right? What are, what is the mindset? What's the mantra? Do you need a bracelet? Do you need an accountability buddy? Do you need a different set of tools that you're coming to the table without? Take the time to be reflective and dig in so that you go, can go in prepared. And then on the other side, I'm going to need you to reflect on what worked, what was happening, what you learned, Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Because today my tipping point is 30 minutes, but I know there's going to be another one as these um, trainings get longer. I'm going to have a different tipping point at work. I'm going to have a different tipping point relationally. We're going to have them. Let's not fear them. Let's embrace them. You know it's coming. You're a high performer. Be prepared. Focus on what's possible and what you are capable of in this season and go the fuck after it. I believe in you. I'm so thankful that you're here. Please drop in the DMs. You know, I love to hear from you what's resonating, what you're grappling with. Um, I tell you all the time, it is weird sitting here speaking into a microphone, staring at a computer with a bunch of waves. I don't know who all is out there. So please drop into my DMs the real do- at the real Dr. J on Instagram. Um, I promise you the Beyond the Couch pod Instagram is going to come. I'm just not in that season, right? I'm focused on this training. The social will come. Um, but I'm in the DMs. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for being here. Share this with a friend, right? If, if you haven't shared the pod out with a friend in a while, please do me a favor and DM, um, direct message, text message, whatever, three of your closest friends who need to hear this. Send it to them right now. All right. I love you. I mean it. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. Will you do me a favor to help spread the word about the podcast? Take a quick screenshot of the episode and drop it in your Instagram stories, sharing one of your biggest takeaways from today. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. We'll talk soon.